Welcome to part two of the Cincinnati Toy Show Experience. This is an incredible weekend, and this is Star Wars Prototypes and Production. Sharonville Convention Center is conveniently less than a mile from the Drury Inn and Suites Hotel. One of the nice things about getting into the show a day early for setup is the ability to do a few rounds of shopping as the vendors are unloading their cars and are displaying what they've brought with them for the first time that weekend. There have been times in which I've spent more money and have purchased more items in the first half hour of setup than I have at the rest of a show, and Ohio has been pretty good to me. So let me see if I can describe the venue a bit for you. The show itself takes up a room that is on the back end of the convention center, in what looks like a a large warehouse. Rows of 8-10 to foot tables travel parallel to the longest side of the rectangular room, and there are at least 10-12 to aisles, with ample space to walk and view the tables to the right and left of you. Vendors are walking in for the first time, checking in with the staff to locate their tables and get their vendor wristbands, and the only things inside the large room are the rows and rows of tables. I always enjoy watching the first few tables start to take shape as sellers pile their boxes around their areas. As some begin to empty the boxes, others start to construct the plastic and wooden shelves they brought with them to maximize their space. The room hums with the sounds of work, of shelves being mounted, of display cases being arranged just so, of hand trucks and dollies coming in and out of the building from all angles, with the occasional spill of boxes off an overloaded cart. And setting up is an art form. After helping my friend Zach bring all of his toys over to his table, I construct the four shelves that sit behind them. At this point, I know to get out of the way, and Zach goes to work like a jazz musician, with a dexterous knowledge of what needs to go where and how everything will fit, but with an improvisational fluidity that comes from years of crafting table displays. I've tried to help in the past, and I've learned my lesson. From this point forward, it's all him. Walking around a bit as the puzzle is starting to take shape, I stop by booths of friends I haven't seen in a while to say hi and to catch up a bit. I don't want to break anyone's rhythm, so it's usually a quick hello until I stop by later again in the evening. I begin to see toys I recognize, and some I can't quite make out yet, and my heart begins to race. I live for this. It's a hunt, and at that moment, anything is possible. It's the feeling that your holy grail could be a few feet from you in any direction. 
Still, this is time to walk, to get a feel for the layout of the venue. In one corner are some Don Post Star Wars masks, one of the many overlooked and underappreciated Star Wars lines. An Emperor's Royal Guard head stares silently at me. If only I had the space to display something like that. I come upon a table with stacks of boxed Black Series figures. A giant sign proclaiming, We Buy Toys, stands higher than almost anything else in the room on one of the corner booths. I see an open box that is full of carded vintage Star Wars figures. The owner lets me look inside at them. At another table, a group of flat glass cases filled with towels obstruct my view of what's inside, and I make a mental note to come back and check on them at some point. A Death Star playset box looms in the distance. A Millennium Falcon box stands at the other end. I use these as destination points. Small bins full of individually contained loose figures sit in front of larger bins holding carded G.I. Joe figures. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys from the late 1980s and early 1990s are crammed onto the edge of one table. More loose Star Wars figures, more carded ones. Vendors are starting to pile toys higher and higher on their shelves, and it's beginning to look like a toy show. I'm speaking with someone in the middle of an aisle when I see a number of familiar faces descend upon one table near the load-in area. They start going through multiple unmarked cardboard boxes. My friend sees my face and says encouragingly, Go! 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 And good luck! And I'm already off and I'm cutting through the aisles. And this is how it begins. months ago, I picked up a prototype Luke Skywalker lightsaber for one of the three and three quarter inch Power of the Force 2 Luke figures. As collectors, we've always run into the problem of buying incomplete items, with the hopes of someday completing them. Many of us have come across a figure like a vintage Power of the Force Luke Stormtrooper. The price is right, and maybe it's missing the helmet or the solid black Stormtrooper blaster. Or maybe it's an R2-D2 with a pop-up saber, but without the pop-up saber. And we think, it's okay, I'll find the missing piece eventually. And I'm sure many of you are still hunting for that one accessory now that will finally complete your loose figure. When it comes to prototypes and first shots, though, finding a missing piece becomes infinitely harder. I bought the prototype Luke Saber with the hopes of someday finding the prototype Luke. But the chances of that ever happening are pretty slim, and I was okay with just owning the Saber. But as I'm rifling through boxes at a vendor's table in Cincinnati, I see a box that hasn't been opened yet, tucked on the floor behind the table. Inside that box, sitting at the very top, was the exact prototype Luke that I needed, in a small, crisp plastic bag. I turned to the seller and asked if I could buy it. Although he was firm on his price, he said he'd sell it to me. I count that as a blessing, that out of the hundreds if not thousands of prototypes it could have been, It was the exact one I needed, like it was waiting for me. Toy shows don't just happen. Often, we don't realize it. We generally don't even think about it. But someone or some people put a show together. A toy show starts out as an idea, whether it's an investment or a way to get friends and collectors together, but it's an idea founded on the hope that people will show up, 
and that they will come back for the next one. As I was leaving set up Saturday night, I had the opportunity to speak to James Ford, one of the toy enthusiasts responsible for the Cincinnati Toy Show. All right, we're here today with uh, this is we're with James Ford, who is uh, would you say the, the creative am, mastermind? I am. I am now. I am the co-owner of CTS Promotions. I have a partner named Chet Mazzalupo, and he's been taking the reins with me for about three years now. Mm-hmm. So learning the shows, and I'm the the face, and he's the guy behind the curtain that nobody sure. looks at. But that's okay. That's okay. So, so how many how many years have you been doing the Cincinnati show? Uh, the Cincinnati show. This is our sixth year. Uh, CTS promotion has been um, going since 2003, since I started my first show. Now, 2018, 15 years later, we're still going strong. It's incredible, incredible. And what's what would you say is the most special aspect of the, the Cincinnati show? Well, the thing about the Cincinnati Toy Show, like all the collectors um, come together for their show, and it's just not Star Wars show. There's um, a lot of 70s and 80s magic here that all comes together. When you when you come in here in the morning and it's, there's nothing in here, then the transformation from no tables to all thousands and thousands of toys coming together and people of our age, I am 45, and people bring in their kids into this and seeing the product that we grew up with and their smiles on kids' faces, hey, son, this is what I played with. That's what this is all about. New collectors, old collectors coming together at this show and that's amazing. And, and there's enough truly vintage stuff here and special stuff here that you really don't find at, at, at other shows. There are only a handful of shows, and, and this and Columbus are definitely and two And that of them. is true, because the Columbus Toy Show and the Cincinnati Toy Show, there is a particular flavor to these shows, and it all revolves around vintage toys. Of course, we do have new stuff, which is good, mm-hmm. and there's plenty of that, but you got to think how much of that vintage goodness comes to this place. Yeah. It's just amazing that all these people are here for the same reason, to collect and enjoy vintage toys. And this is really a toy show for collectors and by collectors. That's exactly it because, you know, there's a lot of cons out there. They're cons. This is a toy show. This is a classic toy show. This one we don't have celebrities for, which we are planning on having celebrities at other ones. We like feel the force con, yes. and I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Absolutely. But this is a toy show, and this is about toys, not about celebrities. Mm-hmm. This is about reliving childhoods and bringing collectors together. And, and I think what also makes it special, too, is that this is a once-a-year event. Yes. And and so everyone kind of waits for it. Uh, they they really do bring the good stuff. I mean, uh, as someone who was here early, uh, I could say that there, there was a lot of good stuff to have been had already. And that's funny. When somebody gets their boxes out and just everybody sees that box and just goes for it. And that certainly happened this time. And there yeah, was some but, gems. You know, so, yeah. there, there are some gems. So yeah. that's the benefit of actually being a vendor at this show. Yeah. And when someone breaks out some old new stock, you know, yeah. and it's just, it's a special feeling to see mint condition toys just pop up here. It's yeah. just amazing. So you had mentioned the, the field of Force Con as well, too, and that's one of the things I'm really excited about. And I think last time I saw you, I said that if you add one more show uh, in the Ohio area, I'm just going to have to move here. That's but true. Uh, please tell us about uh, Field of Force. Okay, Field of Force is um, a non-official Star Wars convention, which... Um, we're having here at Cincinnati the home of Kenner Toys, so we're bringing Star Wars home. We're bringing Kenner home to where it all began. You know, Star Wars didn't start here. Kenner did back in the day. So um, it's just, it's going to be 
a Star Wars con for Star Wars collectors. Now, there's other cons out there, but they're all over, you know, all over the country. We're concentrating on here in Cincinnati, where it all began in 1978 at Kenner. So, I'm, I'm, this is a, a leading question, but will there be toys there as well? Of course, um, we have um, we have 109 booths wow. in. Um, in the main exhibit area. Then we're going to have Artist Alley, of course, with a bunch of people that do that were a part of Star Wars mm-hmm. comic books or, um, you know, prototypes. Everything. Yes. Everything is going to be here. Then we have, of course, we have Star Wars celebrities. Right now we have between 10 and 15 signed, ready to go. Okay. Are there and, any and- that you can... Right now, um, I'm talking to Dennis Lawson, who played Wedge, mm-hmm. and I'm talking to Mr. Peter Mayhew, but he's been under the weather lately, sure. so um, he was just here in Cincinnati. Um, we're hoping to get him back. And I've heard that Dennis Lawson is one of the nicest and coolest guys to have at yeah. the convention. So. Well, we had Jeremy Bullock, but unfortunately, yeah. he is retired now, but uh, we wish him well. We wish he would have been here, but there's so many other cool Star Wars people that we could bring in, and just it's going to be wonderful you know we have the whole convention center at Sharonville convention center the whole thing that's going to be fantastic i know we're very excited at uh, cts promotions to bring this to cincinnati we could have brought it anywhere but it needs to be here and when is this happening it's june 8th and 9th and you can get more information on our website ctspromotions.com then uh, just click on the field of force link and we're going to be putting new information on there all the time about celebrity appearances and all the q a's and stuff like that awesome james thank you very much for taking the time out and i look forward to every every single show you put on so i can't wait thank you so much it's been a pleasure my friend After leaving the show, Zach and I headed out for a quick dinner and then went to the Drury Inn and Suites Hotel for the room sales. As Sean, Ryan, and Brian explained earlier, the room sales are held in an open lobby where breakfast and dinner are usually served. The hotel staff knows we're coming, so it's not a surprise when they see throngs of adults carrying in plastic bins and cardboard boxes of toys. Those who have items to sell or trade come into the lobby over the next hour or so at staggered times, and everybody begins walking around, going from table to table, past counters and chairs, scanning through each item. The fun is that you really never know what's going to show up, so while you might be looking for something in particular, you may walk out with some items you didn't even know existed. The true core of the night, though, is the time to catch up with friends. Sure, a lot of us are friendly on social media or talk on the phone with one another, but events like the room sales give us a chance to get together in person, have a drink, catch up on life, and share some laughs. For all of us in the hobby who only get together like this a few times a year, these rare meetups are really family reunions in disguise. Earlier in the day, I hung out with Toby Black, a Canadian collector, a great conversationalist, and a really nice guy. We met up again at the beginning of the room sales and finally had the chance to speak for a bit. All right, we are here with my good friend now, uh, Toby Black. And uh, Toby, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Toronto, uh, just outside of Toronto, 40 minutes outside of Toronto. So it's just easy to say Toronto. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, And so what brings you all the way down to Cincinnati? Right, so uh, I would say probably going uh, the, the fever of ICC just a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, it's still, still strong, and that was a good thing. I know it's a, a well-respected show. I know it's been around. It's, again, like that ICC show. It's uh, best of the best, certainly, you know, out in the, in the Ohio area. Um, and 
I reached, I was reached out, somebody reached out to me and asked me if I was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Brian Angel, who I know you were speaking with him earlier, uh, who said, well, yeah, I got a room, why don't you just come? So uh, I didn't think twice, absolutely. Uh, and no regrets, it's been great. It's been great. That's really cool. So yeah. where, are we, where are we standing right now? Why is this kind of an important beginning? Well, I think we are in, uh, we're in the early stages of tonight's room sales, which is always significant. Um, yeah, a great chance to socialize with people. You know, tomorrow's probably a little bit more business and all that other stuff. It's a great chance to socialize, uh, perhaps give guys a chance who don't have a table to sell their stuff. Um, yeah, who's kidding who? I'm going to get pissed uh, like I do every time at one of these. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's just a nice a nice interactive kind of, hey, pick up some nice stuff as well, too. Cool. Now, yeah. were you here last year? Did you come? I was not. This is actually the first Did time you? I've ever been to Cincinnati. Oh, this is, okay, you're going to love this. Then. this is, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. we've already seen some pretty cool pieces. Just to, to kind of paint a picture now, we have uh, Kim Simmons and his wife, and they have some really exclusive prints, uh, you know, more of like kind of the higher-end stuff. We have uh, some, some ladies and gentlemen over here that have some prototypes that they brought with them, uh, some first shots and some hard copies and stuff like that. Uh, is there anything that you're looking for today? Well, I, it's, it's, it's a focused collector's world nowadays, isn't it? You can't get anything or everything like you used to be able to want to get. Uh, so I'll look for my stuff. I mean, I'm not going to find any Canadian stuff here, which is what I is what kind of my focus, and that's fine. I didn't come here looking for it. I got a little Vader focus, a little Jawa focus. Um, so you could do some damage tonight, then. I will. Yeah, I, I expect <laughs> I can. Yeah. 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 yeah and, and if the alcohol starts to flow a little bit, you might do a little more damage. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too proud to admit that. Absolutely. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. But um, so, what, what's been the highlight of the trip so far for you? Uh, uh yeah, that's no no brainer. Um, last night at uh, Kyle Rose's house. Uh, same thing today um, at the Lemkel's house. Uh, also today, a chap named Terry. I don't know his surname. Beg your pardon. Uh, so what? Have, what are we seeing? I mean, you're seeing a concentrated Ohio Cincinnati boys uh, who are doing their thing. I, I, I respect it. I absolutely respect it because they, you know, it's just incredible collections. Uh, there's lots of preservation. There's lots of documentation. There's lots of you know who was who at Kenner. You guys know all that stuff. Which is, and I'm, that's what I'm trying to do uh, with the you know the contain, Canadian contingent mm-hmm. from Irwin uh, Toy and Kenner Canada. So I, I love that. Stuff. It's 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 amazing, amazing stuff. It, brilliant, brilliant collections. They look lovely, but it's also it comes with you know the, the provenance and all the you know the backstory, uh, prototypes, first shots, all that good stuff. It's it's overwhelming. It was that being being able to see those three collections in less than. You know, I, I don't know, 24 hours. That was that was something else. And it's also amazing too, because I think one of the things that a lot of times people focus on, like what maybe a person has or whatever, but it's 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 the way that people display their stuff and, and the way that they turn it into almost like a museum or an art form. And then at the same time, you're also hanging out with all these amazing friends. You know, um, looking at these collections would be cool, but then when you have the add the fact that like it's it's all of us kind of hanging out in a room, and that's what makes it so special, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's you know, and it kind of it dispels a myth that you know, like everybody's a forty year old virgin living in their parents' basement. You know what I mean? Say it's no, you're absolutely right. It's it's a great opportunity to get out there and talk to people. Uh, I learned more of this than I do reading anything online. Sorry for the guys that put stuff online because and don't get it don't get it twisted. There's a, there's a time for all that stuff and it's great. It's documented, but you, you start talking to somebody about something and that leads them to something else. 
that leads to something else as well. Then someone overhears and they come in with what the answer may or may not be or what you know their own take on it. Kind well, of and, and the history and the stories that unfold from something like that too is amazing. Absolutely, absolutely. No, and, and again, you got the best of the best all out here. It's uh, it, it's it's a great opportunity to, to try to fill in some blanks or some holes that you might have had about the hobby or about production or the way things used to work back in the day. Uh, and when you got you know a caliber of collectors like this, it's 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 really a great thing. Really a great thing. Awesome. Absolutely. Toby, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. He and I are now going to you know just go walk around and do some shopping, right? And uh... I'm going to drink in the corner for a while. <laughs> and then when I become myself, I'll be good. No, all right. Sounds good. Uh, all right. So we'll check back in a little My while. Pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks. When there was a little downtime, I walked over to where Chris Neal is set up to ask him about the Captain Phasma prototype. He didn't have it with him, but assured me he would bring it to the show tomorrow. I said okay, and at that point, I honestly didn't know if I was going to be able to purchase it. I was really hoping I could, and for a fair price. But that's the difficult thing about valuing prototypes. Generally, they're one of a kind, or of a handful of a kind. But often, they are unique in their color schemes, or where they fit in in the pre-production process. And so finding a price that a seller and a buyer are both happy with can be a real challenge. On one hand, I couldn't imagine that specific yellow and orange Captain Phasma not being a part of my collection. I've never seen one like it, and I don't think I ever will again. At the same time, I didn't know if I could justify spending whatever the price may be on it. Oh well. I tucked away the thought of it into the back of my mind and talked to Chris and some of the other guys and girls there. As the night wore on, I also spoke with Clifton Boggs, a Star Wars collector who was just starting to get into prototypes. We bonded in Nashville over our interest in Clone Wars prototypes, and I've been able to help Clifton a bit, as others have helped me over the years. Clifton stepped outside to load up his car, and in the quiet of the parking lot, he shared his thoughts on the room sales thus far. Okay, so I am here with, I'll call him Clifton Cadbane Boggs, and uh, Clifton, where are you from? I'm from Canton, Ohio. Fantastic. Okay, so not too far from here then. Not at all. That's the home of the Football Hall of Fame, is that right? Yes. Okay, I took a guess. All right, cool. I think that is right, the Canton, yeah. It is. Um, Go Giants. Uh, so anyway, so uh, so we're here. We're actually standing outside of the Drury Hotel. Uh, the weather, it isn't as cold as, as it's been, right? It, it actually, it was colder earlier, but right now it's not that cold. Yeah. So uh, so we're just taking a little break from the room sales so far, and uh, it's a pretty packed room inside. Um, Clifton was just saying before that he felt that uh, last year's seemed to be a little busier, right? Why, why, why'd you say that? I don't know. I felt it was a little busier, maybe because... Uh, really, there were, I would say there was a little bit more people, but there was a lot more things that I haven't seen before here last year. But it's still still a good uh, room sale here tonight. Yeah, it's definitely an amazing experience. And, uh, man, some of the stuff that people brought, like, uh, it's kind of nice because they cover production and and the, the, the kind of pre-production stuff. But uh, they're, they're covering a lot of different uh, decades as well too, which is nice. Yes, they're doing tons of different decades here, especially tonight. Um, I'm seeing a lot more other lines tonight as well, which is great. Um, I think I saw some Universal Monster uh, <laughs> molds in there, which was great. That's cool. Yeah, and almost the entire pre-production process has been represented in some form or another uh, with molds and sculpts and, and all that stuff. So, um, Can you just kind of describe for anyone who's listening um, what, what this experience is like and what, what the room sales are like? Well, I would say, you know, first off, you walk into a hotel and uh, 
You uh, you know where you sit down to have your breakfast or whatever. So you take all those tables and you, you see it all empty. But now visualize it as someone taking a tote of their toys or books or papers or what, whatever they're going to place out. And all you see is a sea of vintage goodness through, through the, uh, what, what would you call it, the... Uh, Lobby of the hotel. Yeah, pretty much, and uh, it's uh, it's quite loud in there. We'll say, right? It is, and it's warm. Maybe that's why we think it's not cold out here right now. Yeah, that's true. It is warm, um, but everyone's really respectful. Everyone's really cool, and uh, you know, th- there's been a quite a quite a few pieces that you don't normally see that kind of make it out for these room sales, which is just great. So. Uh, is there anything that you're actually actively hunting tonight? Uh, I really I don't know what I'm hunting. I, I just I came down here and I thought to myself, I'm just gonna keep it open and I'm going to, you know, just go on a whim and fly with it. I didn't really buy. I actually I bought two pieces of modern things today. Cool. But uh, that was all I bought tonight. I can't wait for tomorrow. Okay. And how is uh, are you set up right at the? I I'm not set up. Not set up. Okay. No, I came down to just buy and have fun. Cool. Cool. So, you did set up at room sales, though. I did set up at room sales, yes. Yeah, and how was that? I did really well, and it was fun. Um, it was kind of like uh, having, uh, you know, throwing out feed for the cats or the pigs or whatever, <laughs> and then they all just swarm at you, yeah. and then when they're done, you're they're, they're done. Yep, and <laughs> then you just kind of do what you just did and kind of fold everything up. and bring right. it, Yeah, Yeah. I just folded up early so I could look around and, and talk to everybody else, and kind of dream on certain things that i see in there that i wouldn't mind having in my collection but i really don't need them what was the coolest piece that you saw in there tonight oh man there were so many good uh pieces but one that i was uh thinking about was um a a toy topper uh it was a star wars toy topper that was probably one of my favorites that i've seen but i seen uh um bib fortuna uh white coat which that was amazing. Yeah, so that that's a, a white coat bib for tuna, and it's um essentially it's a, it's a I guess a mock up uh, with a I believe it's a first shot figure. I think um, it's a first shot on Walrus Man card. Yeah, I think it's a Walrus Man card. But yeah, that that was a that's a pretty hard to find, pretty cool piece right. to see. So yeah, uh, and and there was also maybe a, maybe a Rocket Fett here too. Oh yeah, I saw the Rocket <laughs> Fett too. But I, I looked over that. I don't Fett doesn't do it for me, yeah. even though it's amazing to see. And I I would rather buy a house. I think. <laughs> I think you're right. That's pretty cool. Well, Clifton, thank you for uh, for talking to uh, to me for a little bit, and uh, I hope you find cool stuff that you want and we're going to actually head back inside now well thank you david i appreciate it and i hope you find some amazing things this evening all right we're going to check we're going to check back in and uh we'll be back thank you around 11 o'clock the room sales ended as collectors carried their items to their cars or their hotel rooms i had a chance to speak with two dear friends of mine trent and Corey bailey in a quiet sitting area on the side of the hotel I'm here sitting with uh, brother and sister, uh, Trent Bailey and Corey Bailey. Uh, no, actually, if you guys could just explain what you explained to me, because that was kind of mind-blowing. We both had the same last name. We checked every branch of every tree, and we don't cross anywhere. five generations. Yeah, so five generations back, we don't cross anywhere. Uh, we are a boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, long-term. Yeah, long-term. 
We have the house, the dog, and the car together, so it's yeah. pretty official. We just have to explain this every time. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to start introducing you guys as, as brother and sister. I like that. I, I mean, it's it's fitting. It's fine. <laughs> and then when we get married, is it going to be brother and sister in, in wed? Or? <laughs> I, think, I think that's the way it works. Um, so, okay, so um, so you guys, this, this isn't... This isn't your first um, uh, room sales, right? For uh, no, this Cincinnati? is third or fourth in a row. I'm not sure. Well, for here, yeah. This is our first room sales for here. No, it's not. We were here last year and the year before that. This is not a good episode starter. <laughs> well, I know for a fact you guys were here last year because I saw you here That's last true. year. So yes, That's true. yes. But uh, so they all run together after well, so many years of seeing the same faces and like wonderful group of good people coming together. So well, last year was here. The year before that was the La Quinta. That's true. So um, so at least three years. I can't count them. I'm not good at math. Okay, so what did you guys think of uh, of, of these room sales? Um, well, I think the best way to look at it is, yeah, there are amazing things you can buy, amazing things you can just see that you wouldn't see anywhere else, but it's all about getting together with people that you don't get to see every month or every, you know, uh, local collecting groups. You get to see people from all over the country. It's like a family reunion. Yeah. It's so everyone comes together, and you all have that common interest, and it's just a really good time. Yeah, and it's, you know, we didn't necessarily buy a whole lot. We didn't sell a whole lot, but we didn't really come here to do that. We came here to see people like yourself um, and all their other friends that we don't get to see out often. So that's what these things are really about. Yeah, in a way, the toys become almost an afterthought. And it, again, as you said, an excuse to just be together. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the toys bring us together, but we, the personalities keep bringing us together in the future. Cool. And you guys are doing something for the first time that you haven't done before. Uh, here at the show, right? Yeah, we are actually setting up a booth, or I guess two booths technically, for the first time. Um, we've set up at Kane County once before, and then um, some local toy shows, but this is our first foray into the CTS Promotions Cincinnati or Columbus show, and we'll probably do Columbus next year. Yeah, making it happen. Yeah. Very, very cool, and I, I think it's amazing, too, that as a couple, you guys do work on this together and, and everything. And um, So what are your uh, separate interests as far as collecting? I'm 100% Wicket focused. <laughs> and it, when you say Wicket, is it cartoon Wicket? Is it Return of the Jedi? Or is it all of it? It's anything and everything Wicket. Like from the random paper hat from a party supply store to a Dixie cup to the cartoon Wicket to a prototype. So we're kind of all over the place with Wicket. And Trent? Well, I started off primarily as Star Wars, and like most people, you, you start out with certain collecting goals, you go through, you, you finish out your loose run, then you start getting variants, then you start getting, you know, vehicles, and then boxed and carted, and then at a certain point, you kind of change, and so more, more recently, I've gotten into other lines that I had a little bit of as a kid, so uh, Ninja Turtles, He-Man, um, G.I. Joe, so, and within the last year, we bought a house, and so I have this great space to put displays and you start realizing, man, I'd like to be able to display this and display that. So you start getting focused on things other than just Star Wars, which is what really got me back into the hobby when I, you know five six years ago when we got kind of heavy into it. But um, so my focus, I don't really have one. I, I support the Wicket focus totally. Um, Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, since we named our dog Wicket and all. Yeah, and I'm sure our kid will be named Warwick or something. <laughs> and I, I'm assuming holidays and, and birthdays and all that stuff must be really exciting as far as collectibles and stuff. Oh, absolutely. 
absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to surprise him every once in a while, but he always surprises me with a yeah. new random wicket piece. The, the problem being, though, it's not just holidays. It can be a random Tuesday. Oh, hey, this popped up. Oh, hey. Oh, I won't tell her about this. I'll, I'll get it, and then I'll, I'll just, like, some, some random, like, Happy Monday gift. Yeah, that's called romance, I think. That, that's, <laughs> uh, is that what it is? That, that's called keeping it together, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so um, if each of you just want to say something to anyone who's listening um, about the, uh, the, the show, if you were to convince somebody to, to try to come, what would, you, what would you say to them? I would probably say that there's a lot of people that enjoy toys, enjoy TV shows from the 80s, enjoy pop culture, and they don't have a place to be, to be with other people of like-mindedness. Um, and so if you if you need your, your tribe or you need your family that you don't have somewhere else, that's what this is for. And you can walk up to almost anybody at the room sales, at the actual show, and you can strike up a conversation, and then you may have a friend for life. You never know. You may have an interest with somebody that you wouldn't have with anybody else in your hometown or in your anywhere you go so that that's my thing you know the toy like, like we said earlier the toys you know brought us here but the people keep bringing us back so i mean that was very well said that, that was the, pretty that, beautiful I mean, yeah, he was, kind of put a bow on that yeah. one the camaraderie and everybody coming together it's just we're our own little family and we're always welcoming new people in and, and please, if you're listening, come join our family because uh, there's wonderful people. I, I met um, uh, Trent and, and Corey, I guess, about two years ago yeah. or a year ago. Yeah, and, and uh, it's been wonderful since just getting to know you guys. So. Well, it's, it's one of those interesting things when you end up somewhere and you don't realize someone's there. And then you see them and then you like come from behind, just give them a big hug and it's, it shocks them. But then you're like, oh, my God, it's like my brother I haven't seen in like six, like six years or something. Exactly. That was so, like us today. Yeah, yeah. We're just like, oh, my goodness, you're here. Yeah, and it's that instant, immediate family, yes. which is really nice. So, well, cool. Well, I hope you guys sell a ton of stuff tomorrow and I hope you have a wonderful time. And uh, we'll have to do this again very shortly. Yeah, sounds Absolutely. good. Anytime, man. And just before he left for the night, Kyle, Rose, and I had a chance to discuss how the room sales went and why Cincinnati is so special to him. All right, I'm here now with uh, a gentleman who is a wonderful, fantastic friend of mine and, uh, and my uh, Nashville roommate from the ICCC. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kyle Rose. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, so, Kyle uh, lives uh, in this area, right? Uh, if you yeah. want to tell them where you're from. Uh, I'm originally from the town of Wilmington here in Ohio, and... Uh, uh, now I live here in Cincinnati, uh, have a family, and uh, love my town. That's awesome. And so, uh, so what is what is the Cincinnati Toy Show and the room sales and all that stuff? What, what does that mean to you every year? Uh, it means I get to see my my friends, my Star Wars family. Uh, that's kind of what it is for all the shows that I go to, but specifically Cincinnati is the most special to me because it's where I live, and I get to have people, uh, you know, into my, my life, into my, my town. And I love getting to share that and uh, share the experiences with them. And I think for me, that was one of the coolest moments of, of this whole trip so far was, was actually coming to, being invited to your house, you know, to get to kind of hang out, right. to see where you live and to, and to see your collection as well. Um, sure. And, uh, you know, recently you've had some, some changes to it as well. Yeah, I finally was able to complete my, uh, my, my collecting room and finish my basement. And uh, I'm actually able to display my full collection for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of just pieces up here and there throughout my house. So that was really exciting. And, uh, yeah, I was able to have some folks over um, f- 
for the first night of the weekend, and it went great. I think everybody had a good time, and you know, I, I love getting to share these things. And when everybody has a good time, it just that's what makes me happy. And that's really the best part of this. Like, there's there's the hunt for stuff, or there's just you know there are toy shows, and then there's an experience like this, uh, which which is which is rare, right? Uh, right. Uh, and I, I think I think we had this uh, in Nashville as well. It's like, absolutely that was you know that was the best part about the new show in Nashville. It's just one more excuse for us all to be able to get together and share what we love, you know. Yeah, and absolutely. It's all it's typically so many of the same people that it really is like your other family. Yeah. At least it yeah. is for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and, and there's, there's kind of a, a thing about, you know, showing up to a lot of this and, and, and being consistent and then people start to know who you are and, and people connect and it's just, it's kind of a beautiful moment at, at you because you do become a family after a while. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, that's what's, what's so special to me about Cincinnati show. Um, you know, aside from the fact that I'm, I'm from here is, you know, I want this to be the toy show of the whole year, you know? I want everybody to say, you know, even if the toy show's not great that year or whatever it is, at least you got to come here and have the best social experience of the whole year. You know, we get people here uh, that don't typically show up to other shows, but they all show up to Cincinnati or Celebration, that type of thing. And they usually bring some pretty good stuff, too. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So... You know, I think that as far as uh, us, us Cincy folks uh, who are involved in this, it's up to us to um, kind of create more experiences for our fellow collectors to, uh, to have while they're in town. So, you know, as opposed to just coming here for the, the toy show and leaving, come in on Friday and, you know, go visit other collectors in town and go experience the city because this the city is special to all of us for a shared reason but you know it's it's also a great city not just because of kenner there's a lot of awesome things here and and that's the most amazing part and i kept hearing about this the entire trip and i experienced this as well but just you know you'd be talking to someone and they'd be like yeah i I was just at this person's house or you know went to eat with this person and you're like that it doesn't get better than that oh no that's that's why we're doing all this you know get together and talk about all the new stuff we got or stuff that we saw that we've never seen before and you know, what was what was the coolest thing that you saw this this whole trip that you can talk about the coolest thing that I saw ooh that's a tough one um, well I honestly my the coolest thing that I saw for me is my my speeder bike my hard copy speeder bike that you helped me acquire uh recently you know that's besides being uh, my focus and I, that I love that speeder bike you helping me acquire it just made it so much better if you weren't at the Columbus show I may never have been able to, to purchase that so. so the backstory was that uh, behind that it was um, I was at the Columbus show and uh, Kyle you weren't able to go right right I had family obligations so yeah and I was just walking by and someone had purchased uh, the speeder bike and if you want to explain what the speeder bike is it's uh, it's the power of the force to 12 inch version so your biker scouts around 12 inches large size or whatever and the speeder bike for it's about two feet long so it's massive and uh this one's that beautiful you know hard copy blue 
Yeah, and it, it's a it's not a plastic; it's a resin, so it's it's heavier and, and right. sturdier, right? Yeah, it's it's totally different material. You know, that's you know, that's the cool stuff for us. Yeah, if you're in a pre-production. Yeah. You know, you you love that the different materials and the different colors, and you know that's what that's why it's probably my favorite thing so far this weekend that I've seen. It, it is a really really cool piece, and to see it. To see it in the in, in the show was was really cool, but then to see it in your house with your collection was just one of my favorite moments too. Yeah, it, it really fit in well, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's always nice to get to add something like that to your focus, anyways. But you know, it's just, that that was a special piece because of you being such a good friend of mine. Now I have that to go along with the piece is that great story so and and that's what this is and that's what cincinnati really is it, it's that brotherhood and sisterhood and, and just that love yeah absolutely it's you know life's about relationships nothing else you know and then it's all about relationships so you know, and the toys are a bonus right absolutely it's it's the the common denominator you know it's what brings us together and we have that to share uh in common but you know the connections is what it's you know what it's about the true gift so this is a blessing kyle thank you very much and uh we still have uh, another day tomorrow with the show so i hope you find some good stuff absolutely you as well my friend we're gonna probably uh kick back in there they're kicking us out of the room sales now right yep it's time to go quick question so what did you what did you think of the room sales i thought there was some awesome stuff here this year the turnout wasn't as good but there were some things that showed up in bulk that you don't see at toy shows typically like there were some amazing uh brand new shelf talkers and when you say shelf talkers there the you know they go on the shelves well they went on the shelves uh in front of the star wars toys and it would say return of the jedi or they had some uh, micro collection um the toy center mm-hmm. star wars toy center ones and then they also had some store displays they're beautiful pieces that's the kind of stuff that showed up here at this show that made this room sale special. And they were reasonable prices, too. So, you know, come Cincinnati, expecting to get a treat, you get the treat. You do. You really do when you come here. Awesome. Well, again, Kyle, thank you. I think of you like a brother, and uh, I look forward to the next time we get together. Yep, anytime. Absolutely. Cool. After the room sales had ended on Saturday night, many of us continue to hang out in the lobby, while others find a late-night restaurant to sit at and finish the conversations which began a few hours earlier. But soon, the excitement from the day begins to dim, and I know it's time for me to go to sleep. The wave that I was riding for the entire day and into the night has finally crested, and I am finally content to enjoy the downtime, floating until the next wave stirs up again in a few hours. I say goodnight to the clusters of collectors remaining around the nooks of the lobby, and I head up into the elevator to my room.
It is now Sunday morning, the day of the toy show, and the long day and night that was Saturday is catching up with many of us. But the excitement of the show soon kicks in. It's what pushes us to wake up before 6 a.m. that morning, to check out of our hotel rooms, load up our cars, and grab a quick breakfast, and we all find ourselves driving up to the convention center in the dark. The venue opens that morning at 7 o'clock a.m., giving the vendors an hour to finish setting up before the show officially begins at 8 o'clock with the early admissions buyers. The cost of an early admission ticket is a little more than the standard one, but it allows a person to shop for an hour with a smaller crowd until 9 a.m., when regular admission begins. If you're a collector, I definitely recommend always picking up the early admission ticket. The opportunity to go through the venue before it is completely open to the public will give you a better chance of finding and purchasing items that tend to disappear quickly. Plus, the less people you have to contend with at the beginning, the easier it will be to cover most, if not all, of the show before it becomes crowded. And with smaller shows, you may see a regular admission crowd in the hundreds. The Cincinnati show can reach upward of 2,000 visitors during its one-day run. The hour before the show opens is always interesting. For me, as soon as I'm done helping my friend, it's generally a race through the room for the remaining time, making sure I didn't miss anything the night before. And there are always a few vendors who wait until Sunday morning to show up and set up. And there are always a few surprises. Plus, some of the vendors wait until the show starts to put out their best and rarest items. A lot of the finds depend on being at the right place at the right time. But I seem to always unearth things to buy right up until I'm walking out the door. And then, like a voice from the heavens, James announces that the show will begin in a few minutes. I run back and forth between a few tables, wish some friends good luck on their sales for the day, and the doors open, and eager collectors fill the aisles closest to the entrance. The beginning of the show is always somewhat bittersweet for me, because it's a signal that the wonderful weekend of friendship and fellowship, of hunting and trading and buying, of dinners and adventures, and of room sales and toy shows, is coming to an end for another year. But not yet. Over the next few hours, I get to really enjoy the show, and one of the highlights this year was sitting down for a conversation with Kim Simmons, also known as the man who shot Luke Skywalker. Kim was responsible for photographing the images on the boxes and cardbacks of the vintage Kenner Star Wars toy line, as well as for many other toy lines. He and his wife Pat set up at the Ohio shows and sell limited edition prints of Kim's Star Wars photography. I met him exactly a year ago at last year's Cincinnati event and purchased a print of the Empire Strikes Back 41-figure cardback image, which proudly hangs in my house. Seeing Kim and Pat at these shows is always a treat, and is another reason why our hobby is filled with some amazing moments. All right, we are here at the Cincinnati Toy Show, and uh, it is Sunday morning. Um, most of us have not gotten a lot of sleep, I'm guessing, and it's, it's, been, uh, it's been quite an adventure so far. But I'm here with someone exceptionally, exceptionally special. Uh, this is my friend, Kim Simmons. And, um, and uh, Kim, if you just want to explain who you are. I'm the man who shot Luke Skywalker. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, I shot all the packaging um, in the early days, the vintage, vintage packaging, from literally from... Eight, from the beginning, and then I took till the end in Cincinnati. Absolutely incredible, and I think uh, you know for, for most of us, we've gotten to meet you at these shows and at these events. Uh, Kim comes out to a lot of the uh, the uh, IC meetups and everything, and, and uh, has become just an absolute integral part of, of the community. And 
chances are if you've if you've ever run into him, you probably have you know uh, some of his uh, artwork and photography just kind of hanging up on the walls of your home, uh, which is awesome. But uh, if um, so, we're here in, at Cincinnati. If you want to just explain uh, what the show has been for you and what it's like and and, and what people could expect. Well, and as far as as far as the Cincinnati toy show, this is this is I mean it is a grand toy show because there's all not just Star Wars. There's all sorts of different toys all over here that makes this a different than just Star Wars, which kind of helps too because I did other things besides Star Wars, but I'm primarily known for the Star Wars because that's I did continue on with all of that. And but there's so many nice and great people here; they really are. And they stop and they look and see the different different images that we've got. We've got a lot of images. Oh, I mean hundreds, right? I mean, uh, yeah, we're in the thousands. Is it really thousands. Really okay. Are. And you also, I noticed you have these smaller boxes set up on your table. We have this. We have little mini boxes. They're, I, they're no larger than eight inches across, and they're basically more for display to show. Hey, we've got the flats here. We made these up from the the documented transparencies that we did back in the day that we just document the the artwork that they'd finish up with before it would be head up to, to Kenner to be the finally blessed. So that's what we have the small box. And we decided, well, I want to do these for just me. <laughs> well, one, because I ended up with a, a sand crawler. Well, I ended up with a second sand crawler. Not, a, let's do the box. Let's do the box. Oh, we got this one. That one. It just kept multiplying out to we have now 16 different boxes. So it's amazing. Yeah, and there's, uh, I can see from here, the, the Creature Cantina, the Hoth Ice Planet uh, playset, the Rebel Armored Snow Speeder, the Millennium Falcon. Uh, there, there's really some amazing stuff, and the, and the color is so vibrant on it, well, too. That's, yeah, that's the point. It's, they're, not, they're, not to be, they're not repros. Right. They're, they are micro little boxes type things. And I'm a micro fan. What can, what can I tell you? But, I mean, it, 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 they're, they're easy to put up on a shelf. You know, instead of the big hulking box that you might have, which logically there are collectors yeah. who want those, but if you don't have the box and you're pretty well sure you're never going to get a box, or the space, or the space, <laughs> hey, guess what? You've got the toy, but wouldn't it be nice to have that box? And that's the beautiful thing. And we sell it as flats so that you can literally cut them out yourself and make it, or you can just hang it on the wall. Oh, a, yeah, because they're frameable as flats. They're frameable as flats. Yeah. So they're beautiful. Um, so what what does the Cincinnati Toy Show mean to you? Because I mean, this is a really to be in. The, you're, you're literally in the middle of the show, and and yep. there's you have you have you, all of your your framed uh, or matted um, photography around for sale. You have the boxes and everything like that, and you just have collectors and fans and friends that are that are coming up to, to see you. So what does it mean? The humility. <laughs> it's kind of about this small. Um, it's a whole different atmosphere for me. I mean, it really means it's something else. This is why I keep coming to these things, to these events, is because of the people. You know, but it just may not, sometimes I may not sell anything, and sometimes I sell a couple things. And it's it's the people that stop in and talk. That's what it means most to me. Do you do you feel the the love and do you feel the connection? Is it yes, the big time, as you could tell. I start, I, I understand because I, I think the first time I ever met you uh, was at the IC meetup and I, I just came over and gave you a hug. I asked you if I could give you a hug and you were like, yeah, sure. And I just, because you were you were part of my childhood, you know, and, and, and you had an integral part. The reason why uh, I've, I've, I've gotten into things like design or whatever it is is because of, because of what you did. Uh, and it is a beautiful thing. And the fact that you do this with your wife too makes it so special. Oh, yeah. You if, know? It if it wasn't for Pat, it would, none of this would be going on. Trust me. Yeah. 
she had to, she has to be a part of all of it. Yeah, yeah. So we have to keep her healthy. <laughs> yeah, and, and just the fact too, like that you come to to the events like the IC meetups that we have and all that, and it it just it always feels like a family reunion when we're together. It you is. Know? It, it, it truly does. It yeah. when you when I'm able to go to the ICC. Um, meetups, and we're able to get to them, or go to any, any of the, the small the clubs have their meetups. It, it's the groups gatherings. That's what I. Those are the guys. And you know, when I go to there, I don't care if we don't make any money. It's not about the money. Right. It's about the people. Yeah. I mean, we've we've driven as far away. Well, we've driven as far away as Juliet to Star Wars days mm-hmm. up there, and made totally made seven dollars. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's it's not it's it's about the people. It's not about the money. Yeah. And, and I, I've always seen that with you. I mean, I, I I don't know if I've met anyone who's been just more kind and warm and, and friendlier and you know walking away where again it, it is like a family reunion and it's just every time I see you it's always like cool I got to see you know Kim and Pat which is great. That's what it's that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's about the people. It's not about anything else. It's about the people. Yeah. Some money comes, some money does sometimes it doesn't. That's the way it works. Well, if, if any of you listening, if you are if you are coming to Cincinnati, hopefully next year, and I pray that you do because it is a wonderful time, please see Kim and Pat because they are just two wonderful people. They have made this collected community just a, a special thing of, of, of what it's become. And uh, and just spend some time, ask them some questions, buy some amazing uh, prints and everything as well, too. Please do that. Please. Thank you so much, Kim. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. And here's my friend Zach Curtis, a collector and dealer from Ohio, to give you his take on the Cincinnati Toy Show. So I think the Cincinnati Toy Show brings a rush with it, unlike any of the other shows that I do, because you you really never know what's going to pop up there, especially being in the heart of... Kinner country in the Cincinnati area. Um, so as you're, as you're walking down the aisles, it, I mean, the show gets the reputation for Star Wars, yes, but there's so much of everything there. The, you see these, you see store displays pop up, you see prototypes, you see uh, first shots and, and flat proofs and, and just a little bit of everything. And um, I was walking through this year and one of my friends starts unloading superpowers. And so uh, sure enough, a carded cyborg comes out of the box and I, and I picked that up uh, I bought a nice big tote of the LJN Wrestling Superstars figures from the 80s. Um, and then, of course, there is Star Wars everywhere, bins and bins of, of loose Star Wars, of carded Star Wars. Um, and then not just the Kenner figures, but a little bit of everything from the Don Post masks to uh, store display statues to Black Series figures. I mean, there's a little bit of everything. Uh, and you never know when each box, when each dealer brings in a new box and opens it up. You never know what's going to be hiding in there because it is it is Kinner country and the magic can really happen. Um, so it, it's always fun to walk around. I always get there as soon as the doors open on dealer night and then stay until they close, just waiting to see what's going to pop up next. shortly after that, the time has come in which I know I have to leave. I feel like I've eaten a fantastic three-day meal, and now I'm finally full. And as I make my rounds to say goodbye to the friends, vendors, and collectors that make this weekend so special, I realize I have one thing I must do before I leave. I head over to Chris's table, and after saying a quick silent prayer, I ask him about the Captain Phasma prototype. 
He pulls it out and he hands it to me. I can't believe I'm holding it in my hands, yellow and orange with a brown belt, an orange blaster, and only one foot. A year ago, I first saw it in a photo, and for the rest of the year, I thought it was locked away in someone's collection for good. I never thought I'd get to see it in person, and now that I'm holding it, I can't leave Cincinnati without it. We talk about the price, and after I throw out a number, he pauses for a second, and he nods his head. I shake his hand, I thank him, and I give him a hug. I walk up and down the rest of the aisles, saying my goodbyes. It's harder than you would think. For a lot of us, we talk weekly, and even daily on social media, or over the phone. But the next time we'll all be in the same room together will be months from now, at Star Wars Celebration. Or a year from now, at the next Cincinnati Toy Show. But there are more toy shows and meetups lined up in the meantime, and we all do what we can to attend them, because we want to be together, and life is too short not to be. And when I get to the exit, I turn around just to take one more mental snapshot of another wonderful trip. Who would have ever thought that a space story and some plastic toys would be responsible for all of this? Thanks for coming along to Cincinnati with me. We've been to friends' homes, to lunches and dinners, to set up, to the room sales, and finally to the show. And it's been an amazing and memorable weekend, and I cannot wait to do it again next year. And if any of this sounded interesting to you, or if you're longing for an adventure like this, please take the trip out in October and give it a try. Come out to Ohio for what I promise will be an interesting and fun weekend. And if you do, by the end of it, you'll leave with some items for your collection, along with many more new friends than you had when you first arrived in Cincinnati. And speaking of new friends, I have a few who will be accompanying me on the ride home. Yes, Chewie, set our course for New Jersey. R2, is the hyperdrive fixed and ready? And 3PO, wipe that nervous look off your face. And hold on tight. Goodness gracious me. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. Uh, Phasma, are you comfortable back there? You're making a big mistake. Good. See you next time on Star Wars Prototypes and Production. Chewie, punch it. It's time to go home. (laughs) 